Hello, how are you? I am so happy to be here. It has been a minute, as the kids say. How's your September going? Because mine is jam packed. <laughs> Please forget how stressful back to school is, uh, especially for working parents. But I'm here and I'm happy to be here. I'm going to juggle the schedule a little bit. This is actually a Friday morning and I'm able to work from home today. Our weekends are super packed now because the kids' hockey sessions have started back up. And so it's just as busy on the weekend as it is during the week. So I'm going to try and juggle my time and see if I can steal a little moment here on Friday morning to chat with you all. I'm I'm so happy to be here. I am feeling overwhelmed and it's showing up in my knitting. Boy, I have, I've had some failures. That's probably also another reason why I haven't jumped on here. I've been working on I have this beautiful yarn that I that I got I don't even know where from an upcycle spot. And I've been working on the Marin shawl. I think I talked about this even by Isolde Teague. It's gorgeous. It's very challenging as a pattern because it's designed to be double-sided. So you kind of have to think. And for whatever reason, my bandwidth was just not aligned with the pattern. So I had to like keep remaking it in order to have it, the product kind of come out nice. But then I I was playing an epic game of yarn chicken and I lost. I had like re-knit this thing three times and got two thirds of the way done. It was looking amazing. And I'd done all the hard parts. It was just smooth sailing ahead. And oh my, I ran out of yarn. It was so sad. And, you know, I tried to reorder something that I thought was going to be similar, but of course it wasn't. And I ended up spending money I didn't really need to on yarn that wasn't going to work and wasn't enough to do the marin shawl anyway. So I was a little bit flummoxed. Uh, You know, originally I thought I could just, you know, do some version of like helical knitting, but it just looked junky. It didn't look as pretty as I had imagined. So I, I frogged it and made a hat, a very simple ribbed hat. It gave me a lot of pleasure. It's beautiful because the yarn is so nice Um, but it wasn't the dream. So I did, you know, I'm continuing to do my small accessories work, but I've been feeling all along that I really wanted to be knitting a sweater. You know, that feeling, that sweater weather feeling, (laughs) you just want, I don't know, I was feeling a little bit grumpy and kind of um, indulging my inner child. Like I wanted it to be complex, but simple and satisfying and easy and <laughs> cheap, <laughs> like all these things. Um, but of course there are no perfect, perfect projects like that. So what I settled for instead was a project that I had enough. I had bought the yarn for, I had bought the pattern and I just never made the sweater. It was the, oh, I don't even know what it's called. Ooh, that's not great. It's by, it's, um, this, it's a sunburst pattern. It's a, a, a lopy colorwork sweater by, I think it's by Mary Mucklestone. Um, it's one of the ones that was part of the Steak Along, that Fringe Association organized years ago. 
And, you know, I bought the yarn. It's just been sitting in a tub in a closet because Lopi is sort of an acquired taste. And, but, you know, it was a sweater. It's a sweater's kind of quantity of yarn. I've got the pattern. Like, I'm feeling like I want to knit a sweater. And I can't afford right now. I'm in a really tight financial spot. So I can't really afford to like go out and indulge myself on a sweater's quantity of yarn. And, you know, I love upcycling materials. But unfortunately, that means you need to really be creative about how you're putting those materials together in order to make a sweater. And I think my recent uh, failure with a shawl uh, (laughs) made me gun shy about casting on some kind of funky Technicolor sweater. So, I mean, I'm sure there's a Stephen West pattern I could have gravitated to, but I just wanted... Like I said, I wanted it to be simple and easy and satisfying. So I'm casting on a Lopi sweater. And Lopi, you know, I've I've knit a Lopi sweater before. I knitted the Felix sweater and I knitted it in a cheap Lopi, not the Ice Tech Lopi. And it's fine. It's like a, it's black. It's very warm. It's like a really amazing sweatshirt that I wear to the hockey practices. It's perfect for the cold arenas, Uh, but it's a little scratchy and you really need to, you know, have a layer or two. (laughs) My kids refuse to hug me when I wear it. Like it's like a hair shirt. (laughs) And, um, you know, Lopi has its purposes. It's wonderful. It's lightweight. It's warm. Uh, But this is the ice tech Lopi that I bought. And so I knitted a swatch And then I um, blocked it and it really did uh, get softer and prettier. So maybe there's something to, you know, the name brand versus whatever I had. I think I had a Reynolds brand, Lopi. But I'm hoping this sweater will be, will be wearable. I've knitted. So yeah, I'm sinking into sweater weather. I'm excited about it. It's three-stranded color works. It's not easy. (laughs) But I've, I, you know, again, uh, I have different projects for different moments in my day. I can only really steal a few moments here or there for my knitting. Things are so busy. But if I don't carve out some kind of downtime, I feel like I'm just going to, I don't know, break in half from all the stress. So the sweater weather is, that knitting project is for you know, right before bed, um, when I'm watching a television show, just to unwind and kind of get ready to fall asleep. And so it's going slowly. Not surprisingly, my gauge is crazy and changing the swatch that I knitted was really loose. I think in the knitting of the sweater, it's really tight. This could be an epic fail. I you know, took precautions. I did my maths. I um, blocked my swatch. I even blocked the sweater. I'm at the yoke section. I'm almost about an inch or two away from separating for sleeves, but it's just not, not looking right. Uh, but I've never steaked a cardigan before. And so maybe that's the steak. I'm hoping that's the steak because I even blocked the sweater itself to see if like my math was on target. Uh, so this is you know, with sweater weather, <laughs> the risks are higher, but the rewards are greater. So hopefully this will work out. Uh, but I am enjoying that. It's reminding me of this seasonal shift in a good way. Um, if, I think that might be it. I'm trying to counterbalance the stress of September 
with, you know, the, the change in the season. Um, one of the things I'm, I'm realizing is that, you know, I'm going to, I, I have a personal goal to get to 50 episodes, but once I do so, I'm going to switch it to season two. Uh, it won't mean anything. I'm not going to take a break. I, I mean, obviously I take breaks when I can, but my goal is to, to keep the podcast going, even though it's really a challenging season. But I think the the seasons of the podcast will reflect the different seasons that I'm in. And because this is a podcast about making and recovery, I want to signal that. And Right now, I'm in a different season than I was when I started this. When I started this, I was, you know, waiting out the pandemic. I was in the process of getting a divorce. I was dealing with becoming a single mom. I was, you know, watching my partner really spiral downwards with his addiction. And over the past 18 months, I'm in a different place. I'm in a different place in terms of work and pan- the pandemic. I'm back in person working, so it's very challenging. I'm in a different place as a single mom. I'm I'm still a single mom, and the pressures of it are really hard, but they're different than I thought they would be. And, you know, I'm in a different place. I'm divorced now. My partner is a little more stable and in his own definition of recovery, uh, which is important. It's not maybe mine, but it's his and that's what matters. And I'm trying to balance all of this stuff, but it's less like a waiting game and more like life. Like this is just my life now. I'm not, things aren't going to change very radically uh, from this moment on. You know, of course there might be surprises and I shouldn't, as my friends say, spin in the air, but I am, I'm hoping that I can learn to take my recovery into this season as well. And sweater weather is such a great knitting way to get excited about something and the cyclical nature of the rhythm of life rather than, you know, sometimes how I, in, in recovery, I just sort of say, tell myself, I've just got to get to this point and everything will be fine. I just need to hold on for three more months or, you know, it's just that, process of denial as well as, um, you know, denial of reality and then also denial of my own needs in order to kind of get by. And I'm trying to do something different and trying to keep my serenity in this incredibly busy work season, uh, both in terms of, you know, teaching in person and then also trying to keep up with my research and then also trying to help the kids transition there's just a lot of stress right now. I'm seeing it in my kids' schools. I'm seeing it with the students I'm teaching. And I'm certainly seeing it in my own approach to work. And so it's coming out of my knitting and my gauge is super tight, but hopefully I'll have a nice sweater at the end of it. I will check back in when I'm ready to steek. I've never steeked anything before. That seems like a leap of faith, but I'm hoping it'll be fun and exciting. And even if the product is terrible, unwearable, scratchy, ugly, too small, and I somehow managed to cut off a sleeve while I'm trying to steak. I'm telling myself it's a learning experience and there's joy in the making. So wherever you are, I hope that you are having a more relaxing September than I am. I hope you have a beautiful sweater cast on for this change in season if you're in the Northern Hemisphere. And if not, I hope you have a lovely tank if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, uh, something linen-y and lovely. And yeah, I will check back with you soon. Take care. I hope you're well. Bye.